Behold the venom produced by the head of the snake. Gaze upon the fruits of its propagation of the global war machine. Commiserating its empire of destruction and misery as it slithers throughout the globe, bringing megadeth and agony to all. Beware the head of the snake. Stay vigilant, my friends. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for spending your time in the Tiger's Den. We will try not to waste it. It is Friday, August 25th, 2023 AD. I am Angry Tiger, and this is the Tiger and the Snake Financial Report. Today, ladies and gentlemen, the Tiger's Den is honored to welcome a very special guest. In the jungle of finances and markets and information, do you want to be a sheep or do you want to be a lion? Speaking of lions, I think there's one right outside the door. I hear him. Yes. And he's here in the Tiger's Den. So hold on because you have a lion and a tiger by the tail, boldly roaring for liberty. He is a master tactician in the hunt for truth. The snake-headed gypsy tinbenders at the Federal Reserve shudder at the mere mention of his name. The garbage-eating politicians scuttle about in his shadow. Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to present the Robin Hood of Wall Street, a true lion in the financial markets. Jabba the Hutt has a bounty out on him. A genuine champion, dedicating his time to improve the world around him. Economic writer for the Trends Journal, proprietor of TradersChoice.net, drag racing maniac, and generally all around a really nice guy. Ladies and gentlemen, the Robin Hood of Wall Street, Gregory Manorino. Hey, brother, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. It's an honor. Thanks for having me. I'm very happy to be here. Quite an introduction. I really appreciate that. Well, I appreciate you, know, my guests, and, and I try to do the best for them I can. Before we get really started here, I got a, I got a video I want everybody to watch, and I want you to check it out. So here we go. <laughs> Who's that guy in that purple bullet? That that streak of purple I seen go down the track. Who's that guy driving that thing? Yep, that's me. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. So for those of you who don't know, he has a passion for uh, for racing and cars, and uh, that is something that that I share with him. And uh, I think that's one of his hobbies. And uh, he definitely he, he plays hard. So Greg, yep, welcome to the show. Um, I just wanted to get into a couple things. First of all, I mean, a lot of people know who you are. Some people don't. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, your, a little bit about your background. Just let, let people know who you are, where you came from, and how you got here. I started a long time ago. I, mean, I was really a kid when I got into this. Uh, my dad, my father got me a job working at a Wall Street bank. It was one of my first jobs, my gosh. I was a kid at the time. I worked over at, uh, at Bear Stearns. Uh, the now defunct Bear Stearns. That's uh, where I, I, I kind of got got my feet wet and kind of learned about the markets and took. I was always interested in it. You know, it really started with me. Like I wanted to be Gordon Gecko. I, I I saw the movie <laughs> Wall Street. I was like, I want to be this guy. I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And and then one day my dad sits me down and says, Hey, Greg, what do you want to do with your life? And I was like, well, you know, maybe I, I like this kind. I didn't know what I want. My parents really honestly never gave me any, any solid direction. Um, just kind of, you know, my parents were like hippies in many ways left over from that time. And so I was like, Hey, Greg, do what you want. You know? So my dad did help me out and that's what got me into, into this. But I, I always found it fascinating. I love like cars, how things work, what, what makes it tick. 
and I don't, I don't think there's anything more fascinating than the, the, the financial markets, how they run, uh, you know, understanding cause and effect where this is all going. So I, I've immersed myself in this since, the, since that time. I went off on many other different tangents throughout my life. That's the truth. But I've always, always been immersed in this. Ne never so much as to after the financial crisis, where uh, I, I watched what happened to very close friends of mine, myself, uh, the world. And I said, no, 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 this is wrong. I said, something needs that. Somebody needs to start talking about this. So I just came out being angry. Uh, that's what really started me is, is, is the disbelief in what, what was happening to people, the, the, the whole entire world thrown into chaos via the financial system, which pretty much runs our entire lives. And uh, I, I, I just was angry. So I started talking about these things and people said, hey, how do you know all this? And um, I said, I would just developed and it turned into, it turned into a, a worldwide family. And I'm, I'm really proud to say that. Excellent. Indeed, it is. It is a worldwide family. I mean, the people who have the same vein of thinking as we do, um, we're, we're it's it's like a, I hate to use the word club, but a family is a better way to put it because we're more independent minded. But, you know, here's another thing. So people think about stock market guys, right? Our blue collar guys, right? You know, normal, you know, how day to day people, stock market guys, all, you know, they're, you know, always out to, for themselves and everything. But I noticed something about you. Okay, I noticed that you write for the Trends Journal. You put out videos every day. You put out a free newsletter. You're not making you don't you're not making any money off of this stuff. It's not like you're doing these videos. You're taking what I call our most valuable commodity, your time, right? Yeah. And you're giving your time to this community. And you know, it, I want to point that out to the viewers. You know, and, and people who follow you, they already know they already know this. But to see a guy like you actually really want to give back it's it, it it's a good thing man it's in this world of darkness you know it's guys like you, you get a little bit of hope from this guy you know that not everybody's you know greedy and that's all they care about is themselves I, well i appreciate that but you know it's doing the right thing is always the right thing to do and i, I feel like look i just i just want people to understand what's happening to them and i you know and that, that was the big takeaway from the last meltdown people will and every meltdown People always walk away saying the same things. Well, what happened? Why didn't anyone tell us what was going to happen or how it would unfold? It's always the same, the, dist the distractions, the deceptions, the look here. So I just had, since I believe at least, and I think some, most people would agree that I have a pretty good handle on this. Why not let people understand it? And I don't want to change anybody's mind. I want people to think. That's it. I want people to Ponder the, the the topics that we we are speaking about, um, that I talk about, and and just make up their own minds. Is this does this sound right or is it wrong? Uh, you know, people honestly they just need a chance. People just need a fair a game. They need a fair playing field, and it's not that way at all. The whole thing is rigged against them. Uh, it's designed to cause people to fail, not succeed, and unfortunately. Uh, most people fall through that trap door. So if via shows like yours uh, and shows like mine, people can get a better understanding of what's actually going on. I think it makes the world a better place. Honestly, we're all going to be better off if we understand what's happening. Otherwise, we're just, we're lost. We're like, like you know, like a ship without a rudder. Just no. aimlessly through nothing, through, through an abyss of, uh, of misinformation on a grand scale. I, uh, I I couldn't agree with you more. Um, 
and the the way you put that, if we all did a little bit of that, it would go a long way, right? And, and here's another thing. I always say this on the Tiger and Snake Financial Report. It's, I kind of break things down in a blue-collar way for, you know, just normal. Because you go to these economic things, you read them, right? Me being a blue-collar guy, you know, I, I, I like to know how things work, right? I'm a mechanic, right? It's it's important, right? And it's it's almost like legal speak, right? So we try to break it down so people can understand. And what I always say the stock market and the markets and the way the whole financial system is rigged. If I was like in the local neighborhood, right. And the guys were shooting dice, the guys you go to the dice game, right in the street, they're shooting dice in the street. And I say, Hey, I got this game I want to play. And I explain them the rules that, you know, the, they, they would never play that game. That's rigged. They know it a mile away. They'd be like, no, that's a cheating game. I don't, you know, definitely don't want to, you know, play it. So it's, it, it's insane that, that we already got some comments in YouTube. I got a, you mind asking answering a question for Miss Karen Carpenter? She is a, a viewer. She says, yes. Mr. Manorino, Mr. Manorino and MD. I picked up that tidbit somewhere along the way. Is that correct? I was I was a PA, a physician assistant for 20 years. Basically, wow. same job, different title. <laughs> it's, it's really the truth. In practice, it's the same job. You're out there, you're you're uh, you're caring for your patients, you're writing prescriptions, you know, you're interpreting uh, everything. Uh Basically, you know, you know who runs the, the, the medical system is run by basically number one is the nurses. That's a fact. And then number two, I'm going to say it's the PAs and the, and then, the, you know, the MDs and the DOs, they kind of they kind of sit in the background. It's really the truth. And nothing against the MDs and POs that are out there. DOs, I love you guys. Loved, I loved working with all of you. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's generally it's the PAs and the nurses, number one, that, that run the, the medical system. Uh, everything else is just whatever. She also says she really trusts your advice, and that's saying a lot these days. You know, look, I, I said I, I, I don't want, I don't want to sway anyone's thinking. I just want people to think for themselves, put together the things that's. It's everything is. I always tell people the truth is always hidden in plain sight. So just, you know, and, and no, no one digs for anything that maybe think it's too hard or it's too complicated or the rules are too restrictive, but. This whole thing is just, it, it's like, it's like being a mechanic. It's a cause and effect. For example, okay, you have a, you have an engine with a miss. It only could be a certain amount of things. You have to check your, check the compression. Are you getting compression in the cylinder? Are you getting spark? You know, just a couple of things, cause and effect, no spark, no ignition, no compression, no, no ignition. You know, it's not going to work. So it's the same kind of a thing here, I think with the financial system. And I think the biggest thing that people are misled by uh, especially if you watch, you know, CNBC has got to be the, the crowned king of, of, of the deception here, all of them are, is, is having people not understand the drivers of the market. You know, people hear about earnings and forward guidance and PE ratios, all this fundamental stuff that's supposed to drive the market. It doesn't matter anymore. It's all about what central banks have done and continue to do today with rigging the debt market, which is the driver. I mean, I think most people write to me, even guys who've went to business. I never went to business school. Okay. I just studied this stuff. I read everything I possibly could find. on trying That's to why you're so smart. <laughs> you know, that's, people say to me, Greg, how do you, know? I went to business school and I learned so much from you. Well, you know, you look for this stuff yourself. If you go to a school, they're going to teach you X, Y, Z and X, Y, Z is all well and good, but you know, you can't just go through, even if you go to medical school or PA school or mechanic school, whatever, you, you got you got your fundamentals there, but you got to take it to the next level by gaining your own understanding of how it works. Uh, and that may entail a lot of extra research, more so than you're going to learn in any freaking school. 
uh, forget about the public school system or anything else. That's a whole other, a whole other animal. Burning and, buildings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, um, but understanding that you know this whole thing is just a cause and effect, and then understanding who our enemy is. I mean, we are not each other's enemy. Our enemy is the world's central banks who are fulfilling their end game. People do not. I urge people to go buy a book. The name of this book, and I, I'm not going to make a dime off of this, has nothing to do with this, is The Creature from Jekyll Island. Yeah, Read I've got book. that book. We, ha we had a Edward G. Griffin on the show. I mean, here you go. You know, this stuff was already, it's been told to us. We know, and there's been a lot of books similar to that. But that, that's kind of like the standard one. But there's a lot of books explaining how the central banking system works, why it, why it has been created. Um, and it's all about, I mean, this is, it sounds like science fiction, but it's not science fiction. These central banks have had a single goal that to that eventually they would reach. At, at that would be one point to be the lender and buyer of it all, to basically govern the entire world via the financial system. And that's what they're doing today. Everything else is just, it's just a distraction. They run the economy. They run the financial markets. They run the financial system. They control the money so they control the world. Uh, and, you know, they, 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 they have really done a great job of kind of hiding in the shadows for, for many, many, many decades. But I think today, because of shows like yours, and I would like to believe shows like mine, people are starting to see the monster that they actually are and how they are pushing mankind all of us in a certain direction, everything today, and I, I, I'm not exaggerating, everything today is controlled by them. The flow of information is also controlled by, by the central banks, the scripts that these central, that these financial channels all read. It's all the same dialogue, the same wording, the same, it's all. They move in unison. You got the, the, the East, you know, European Central Bank and our central bank, they move in unison. You know, and by the way, that was awesome. That was an awesome, awesome way to, put everything i mean you're, you're singing our tune here in the tiger's den and you you said research you gotta re like right now i i go back to the creature from jekyll island the banking consolidation that's going on right now if you go back to that book and you look at the 1921 farmers depression the exact same thing was going on there they're using the exact same playbook that's what kills me about the these central banks they use the same playbook time and time again you know, because it works. they're consolidating right now. We see it. They're constricting the economy. They're not constricting the reserves, you know, mm -hmm. like we talk about. They're not doing anything to help inflation. But you know, 100%, you know, and, and mentioning the banks, okay? Here's a question I ask everyone. I ask Edward G., I, anybody I have that, that knows about the, the, the Federal Reserve and the bank, the history of the banking system. This is a question that, that's always been in my mind. So we have the BRICS and we have the Eastern faction of the world and we have the Western faction of the world. Are those central banks in cahoots with each other or are they opposition? You know, that's a really, really good question. That's an amazing question. I've thought about this too. I would, if you would have asked me that question several years back, I would say they're definitely all on the same page. Uh, I do think there is a shift here uh, especially, especially lately with what's going on here. I'll tell you what was kind of a game changer for me. Okay. I, we've all been hearing about the BRICS nations and what's going on over there, but a light bulb went off in my head just a couple of days ago. I'm this is the truth. And I've been speaking a lot about this in my, in my, uh, my blog is okay. Now we have these 
oil-rich, energy-rich nations here joining the alliance with the BRICS nations. So what are they trying to do? Is this Are they doing this just for fun? No. They want to control the energy market. This, that's how they gain control of basically of the entire world here, and they can sidestep or dethrone the U.S. dollar. It's the only way they can do it. In fact, that's what really made the light bulb go off in my head. I'm like, hold on a minute here. There's only one way in my view, one, that the BRICS nations could dethrone the dollar, uh, which is, I think, their goal here, um, honestly, is to control energy uh, and to grab the the uh, the petrol dollar away. You know, the petrol dollar, most people don't understand it at all. I mean, why do we even have a petrol dollar? Why is the U.S. dollar the world reserve currency? It's very simple. OPEC nations agreed to price their oil in U.S. dollars for guaranteed military protection, U.S. military protection of that oil. Most people have no idea that the United States military in its in its entirety is must by mandate protect the oil of OPEC nations. Now this is looks like it's it's going to change. And that's it. If that one thing falls, that one brick is placed someplace else, we're in a lot of trouble here with regard to the US dollar. Now what does that mean? Um, in my opinion, it's going to lead to, to already, there already is a war going on here and it's going to expand greatly here. We're going to see, um, unfortunately, what do they always do in these kind of situations here is they drag the people along into a, a, a conflict. And I think this has got the, I think all the pawns are in place right now. We have a military buildup, which has been going on for years around the world, um, right under people's noses. We're seeing a lot of pieces, uh, all the, the, the chess pieces are being put out there to, um, expand or uh, or push us into another global conflict and then you know why 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 do they want to do this first of all i think there's there's a mechanism of population control in here i think the whole mechanism is about control i also i i think that uh you know understanding how the entire mechanism works no endeavor on the planet generates more cash for the corporations the military industrial complex than war the mandrake uh, mechanism like it, it says in the book that's what it, it is <laughs> and it, you know it's 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 already in play. Uh, everything is is going, and, and people uh, they're 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 going to get blindsided by this as they always are. But me, people need to be ready for it because I think that's honestly where we're going. I can't imagine that we're not going that way. And I hate to say it, but we're almost due due for uh, if you look at major conflicts throughout history, they follow a pattern, and we're right in there right now. It looks like timing wise, we're pr we're, we're pretty ripe. Fourth turning. Have you ever heard of that, uh, Greg? There's the fourth turning. Hans yeah, I've, heard, I've heard of the fourth turning, yes. Yeah, we are in a fourth turning right now. So, yeah, we are ripe. You know, and, and we've always had the tripwires for war with NATO. That's all NATO is, is a tripwire for war. We got Russia moving nukes to Belarus. I mean, this thing is, is we are in a proxy war with Russia. It is absolutely terrifying to to look at this if you have children or grandchildren yeah. and then like you said we're talking about the petrodollar if the petrodollar falls first of all everybody's going to jump out of it all that money it doesn't disappear it comes home it reappropriates itself right home what is that going to do to our dollar right now with the, with, the, with the inflation the way it is right now we're talking mega inflation and our country the citizens of our country aren't prepared for this. They are not prepared for the gigantic, and I keep telling my audience, guys, I love you, and I tell them, prepare for this lifestyle change that's coming. Because wherever you're at on the rung economically, inflation's coming for you. It's going to change your lifestyle no matter what. It's going to reach out and touch everyone. 
You it know? is already, and it's going to get much, much worse. I mean, yeah. all, the, the, what, what, what gets me more angry than anything else is is there's there's no accountability. I mean, uh, how the, the tale, the lie that has been sold to everyone, oh, it's temporary, oh, it's transitory, don't worry. But did you see the report that I talked about on just uh, just the other day? In February, the Federal Reserve put out uh, basically uh, their conclusions as to where they felt this was going to go. And one of their main topics, and they said this was likely, and this is their words, was a nightmare scenario with regard to inflation. Um, meanwhile, they're telling us, you know, this stuff gets out, but they're telling us everything is going to be okay. They know where they're going because this is deliberate. They can't stop it. You see, but people people don't understand that either. It makes me laugh. When I, when, when I first heard um, that central banks were going to start raising rates and everything. I told everyone, right on my, my go back to my old videos. I said it's not going to work. I just care how much they raise the federal funds rate. Uh, it ain't working. There's no way they can stop what they've started, and this has been delivered. The central banks around the world flooding the world with uh, epic amounts of cash here to reprop up a stock market, reprop up a debt market um, on the back, and, and a housing bubble, hyper bubble beyond anyone's wildest dreams. Uh, there's no way they can stop. The, all those extra bills, it's economics 101 from chasing the same amount of goods or less in this in this environment uh, by doing what they're doing. It's not even meant to stop inflation at all. All it's meant to do is cut off the availability of credit to small businesses and the consumer, and they're being destroyed. That's what this is all about, the creation of a neo-feudal system. I've been warning about this for 10 years, and it's in our face. It couldn't be more evident. I mean, this has been going on for a very, very, very long time, decades, but it's obviously accelerating at a staggering pace. Um, and I think that's unfortunately something else that's going to move, uh, get, get a lot worse here moving forward here. Energy, the cost of energy. People need to be in the right spots. Okay, look, people are sitting here listening. Okay, what do we got to do about it? It's very simple in my view. Very, very simple to protect yourself, at least from a financial standpoint. You need to have access to commodities. Or you need to own commodities. Okay, we're in a risk deliberately induced uh, risk on environment via suppressed rates. When, when when a central bank suppresses rates, it opens up a doorway for cash to simply make its way into risk assets. And I'm talking about the stock market, equities. It also has been very successful in reinflating a housing bubble. This is epic. Okay. This cycle is just a cycle and it, it's going to end. When, when this risk on environment turns risk off, you're going to see cash move. Cash just moves through markets in predictable patterns. Suppressed rates have allowed that doorway to open up. Rates are going to eventually spike on their own. I mean, it's probably going to be a deliberate thing. Central banks are going to allow the debt market to implode. Uh, as a matter of fact, we just hit a milestone. Uh, this has never happened in history. You, you probably saw this in my newsletter. I just put it out. The U.S. 10-year yield, three years of losses. It's never happened before. Never. Wow. Yeah, never. I've seen that. Yep, yeah. brand new. So, I mean, there is trouble here. Uh, and I'd like to say that I've been kind of one of probably one of the earliest guys out here telling people that how big of an issue this is. And I don't think people understand the gravity of it, how bad this is going to be, because the drive of the market being the debt market, an implosion is going to occur and it's going to be by design. Rates are going to spike in an uncontrolled fashion. And I mean uncontrolled fashion. We're going to see cash bleed out of the debt market, bleed out of the stock market and just move into commodities. And I also believe that it's going to go into cryptocurrencies as well. That's been my take for the very for a very long time. I can't imagine another scenario. Uh, so that's my best guess how it's going to play out. So we need to get ourselves in the right spots. I've been telling people forever, bet against the debt. Become your own central bank. Hold hard assets. My favorite asset of all time, you know what it is. It's silver. 
Yep. Silver. And everyone knows what Greg Manorino's favorite asset. I think it's the most undervalued asset in the world based on just a couple of silly little metrics. Look at the Dow Jones Industrial Average, gold average, and then the gold-silver ratio, and then the, the gold-silver ratio. And, and, you know, that's all I look at. I, and I think, again, that being that the stock market is so detached from any sense of reality um, being inflated again on the back of easy money that doesn't stop and the market believes more is going to come, uh, and I think the market's got this wrong. I really do. But anyway, I, I'm still, I still think people should be long the market right now. I'm long the market right now. Um, but, but again, I'm, I'm maybe a little different animal than most people because I have direct access to my, I know how to get it out of the market in a nanosecond. I can get right. it out. Most people can't do that. They're going to make 50 phone calls. Not me. I'm, the, I'm, I'm wired in here. I'm into the market. So I can get my cash out when I think it's time to do that. It's not time yet in my view, but uh, there's going to be a time where all this just changes. Okay. Risk on turns, risk off cash turn, moves into commodities and crypto in my opinion as well. Uh, and other things it's going to cash is going to make its way into artwork, into musical instruments, into classic cars. Okay. Yeah. So get yourself a classic car too. I think that's where it's going to go. It's just going to look for places to go as it always does. That's what, that's what I tell people on the tiger and snake financial report. And we did cover that. You know, I, I pulled your sub stack up Wednesday night. Cause I have another show called the tiger's den that we cover all kinds of topics, but it was, you know, that was big news. And I, and I did cover that where they said, Hey, we have a nightmare scenario coming with the, with the dollar. That's amazing that they say that. But I always tell, tell my people, no matter how much money you have, and, and I love the silver, the precious metals. I tell them, a lot of my, my, my viewers are most likely working guys, working class families. You know, I believe that the, the precious metals is a great way to hold the value of the dollars that you have. If you, if you're, if instead of a savings account, precious metal is the way to go on that. Cause it's safe. It's stable. Right. And then you, you got the other end is there are going to be shortages. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on. We have no idea how this is going to shake out. I think there's going to be a lot of bartering going on. I tell people, Hey, Buy up, go, be your own store, go to Rite Aid or go to the, the local dollar store, buy bandages, buy medical supplies, buy tobacco, buy gallons of vodka, stuff like that to survive, to trade with other people, right? Yeah. Maybe Nancy has some eggs. I mean, I know, I know we talk about finances all the time, but we also need to talk about getting down to the nitty gritty. You, you know, the things that you need to be able to, to sustain yourself through something like this. And a lot of these commodities, like you say, if you're in the market, commodities are the only way to go in my mind because it's a totally rigged game unless you're, you know, a player. And, you know, I, I always try to give people safe advice. I'm not a market guy. I got, I got a little bit of holdings and, you know, I, you know, I follow what Greg says, right? So I'm, I'm happy with what I got going on, but we need to be careful and we need to watch what's going on. And, and, and something with having you here, crypto. Everybody asks me about crypto. What, you know, what's going on with crypto? Is it real? Can you trust it? Is Bitcoin the CIA? I hold crypto and that's what I do. I hold it and I watch it, you know, because, you know, I don't know whether it's from the CIA. I don't know if it's some trick. I don't think it's any of that. I, I think it is an honest thing that, that came up out of nowhere. But what, what, what do you, what, what's your advice? Not advice, but what's your suggestion on, on crypto? We don't give financial yeah. advice out. Sure. Well, b b before we touch on that, let me just say this too. Talking about resources, everything you said is absolutely critical. Critical. But we, you and me, and everyone listening, we are each other's greatest resource. Okay. We need to rely on each other. I'm telling people every Friday, I leave people with three things: love each other, care about each other, and be charitable. Okay. If we all adapt adopted that kind of a mentality, we'd all be better off. Okay. And you know, start making connections with with people in your neighborhood because we're going to need this. Okay. Look, 
be ready for anything means ready for anything. Uh, and we need each other. They want us to be locked up in our houses, unable to communicate. Okay. Uh, you know, all this stuff, like they, they, they don't want us to have, uh, anyone else to rely on. So they want to lock you up. Okay. So you're isolated and they want you to remain that way. So you lock out the rest of the world. I say, do the polar opposite, go out there and make as many friends as you can say hello to your neighbors, you know, start touching base with people, get to feel out who your neighbors are, what they think, get together with like-minded people. It's, it could not be more critical right now. This is what we need to do. Cause like you said, we're all going to need, Hey, you know, I need this and you need that. How about we, you know, okay, I have this and I, you know, maybe we could work something out. Uh, that's what we're going to need here. We, we have to be ready for a worst case scenario. Always, always, always have to have the high ground. If you're wrong, you know, you can't, you know, you couldn't be better off anyway. So if you're wrong, you're wrong, but if you're right, you're prepared for what's coming here. But anyway, uh, yeah, the financial markets are fun and well and lovely and, and everything else. But with regard to cryptocurrencies, look, I, I I was very skeptical about these things initially. I didn't understand them at all, and I kind of blew them off. That's what people tend to do. Then I started to think about it. I started to say, "Hold on a minute. What what are these things? First of all, they're not currencies. Okay, that's just it's a misnomer in my view. These are th people don't transact in these things. Can you transact in them? Yes. Uh, have I transacted in things? Yes, I have. But generally, they're used as a store of wealth or a a very speculative bet on what future prices must be. We're talking about an asset class, which is relatively new. It's not very well understood, and it's not widely held at all. Very few people actually hold this stuff, especially as of late. We've watched what's happened with uh, the, the market capitalization of cryptocurrencies. It's got cut in half as, yep. as, as of late. But I think that's opportunity for me. So with regard to cryptocurrencies, I, I don't want people, I don't think people should go all in on anything. Okay. I know there are people that are all in on crypto or all in on XYZ, whatever it might be. No, I'm, and I tell people all the time, I am extremely diversified. I have cash in a lot of different places. It makes me sleep better at night. So I don't think there's anything wrong with people having exposure to some crypto. Pick one. I mean, everyone knows about Bitcoin, it's like the mother of them all. So you know, okay, well, which crypto, which I have, I'm hearing this and I'm hearing that. Like, well, which one I'm most confused. And that's, you know, basically a part of the problem too. And then people poo poo the whole darn thing. So if you have to latch on to one, okay, latch on to Bitcoin. I can't see why if people have the resources to have some Bitcoin uh, in, in their portfolio in the event that again, a meltdown in the debt market, stock market meltdown, cash will find ways to go. And I think I think the upside here, it could be extreme with regard to cryptocurrencies. Now, again, people are going to say, all right, well, what about the central bank digital currency? They're never going to allow competition. It's a, it's a great, it's a good thing to think about, but they're totally different animals in my view. Again, cryptocurrencies, as we know them, are not really used in transactions right now, but the one that the central banks are going to issue, and they're going to, uh, is going to be one used in transactions. So they 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 may have a similar name, but they're two completely different asset classes, at least in my book, the way I look at it. And again, I'm a guy who I can't get away from this stuff. Uh, other than the, when I go out and race my car, which you showed the video earlier, I'm constantly thinking about this and studying it and, and learning. You know, you and you know, I'm I'm not a too old to learn something new. So if anyone has something they would like to relate to me uh, because they have a different opinion, that's fine. I don't want anyone to just agree with me because they like my hairstyle. They like my car. <laughs> I want people to, just like I said earlier, think, 
about why maybe they should consider having some cryptocurrency in their portfolio. Absolutely have some commodities, gold, physical stuff in your hand. I love silver. It's my ultimate favorite asset of all time. But, you know, again, don't don't just go out there and say, I'm going to buy silver because Greg says so. No, go out there and do your own research. Think about it. Why 100%. It? 100%. I love it. I absolutely love it. You're on, a, you're on a roll today, Greg, here in the Tiger's Den. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. I love it. Real quick question. And, and, and I'm checking myself here on air. And ladies and gentlemen, you guys know I'm a genuine guy and I never want to mislead anybody. So this is what I've been doing. And I, I want to check it with you. Well, I got you here. And then we're, we're, we're going to have to go in a couple of minutes because Greg's got a tight schedule and I want to be able to plug you a little bit, Greg. But um, here's the thing. I watched the 10 year. I, I watched the bond markets, right? The treasury bond markets. OK. And the reason I watch them, especially the 10 year yield, because I believe now we know the Fed don't have fingers or paws. They've got scales. I believe that the Fed leaves their scale prints all over the place on that 10 year yield. When I watch dips and, and, and people, they're used to watching me now, these dips you know, a couple of points is a lot. That's a huge amount for the Fed to spend to move that. I, I, I'm thinking, and, and it's been my thinking and telling people that you, you watch that and you're watching the Fed manipulate the market through the bond market by watching, the, by watching that 10-year yield go up and down, go up and down. Because when it goes up, guess what? All of a sudden, a couple of days later, they swoop in and, or the same day or the same hour and buy, 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 buy. So it, they've got to be the only ones with the mega power to do that. And so is that a correct way to look at things? And also, do they have zombie corporations, do you think, where they've got these corporations floating, floating around in the market, buying things up, selling them, shorting them, stuff like that? Well, we, we know that BlackRock is buying debt. BlackRock came out and admitted. They admitted that they're buying large amounts of debt. I wonder where they're getting the capital to do that. I'm going to give you one guess. Uh, but absolutely. Look, I've been telling people, I, I honestly believe this probably before anybody, that they need to watch the bond market. It's the driver, the 10 year yield. And I'm really glad that you brought that up is it's the benchmark. It's it's the key. There are so many things that that derive value from what's happening with regard to the, the 10 year yield. It's an amazing thing. So I, I use that as a, a key component as the map in the Manorino Market Risk Indicator, the MMRI, which I, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's on my website, basically measures market risk. It's free. Anyone can look at it right on my website. It's on the, the next page. Um, yeah, go if you scroll down, you'll find it down there. Yeah, click on that dollar bill. I think that might take yeah, you. Yeah, I think that's well. it, if I yeah, remember correctly. If you and scroll there's... down, yeah, there you go. It should, it's at the top of the page. If you scroll when back I started, uh, When I started my, my podcast, uh, yeah, wow. there it is, 270. We're in high-risk area. Is this real time? This is real is this time. right now today? Well, yeah. Wow, it, it went up a lot. So something must be going on here. You know, we were over 280 recently, uh, and you can see how this works. It's very, very simple. It tells you basically how to gauge market risk in real time. It's color-coded, uh, and it's numbered, too. And, and it's a, this has been, I think, the most accurate indicator. I came up with this really after putting <laughs> months and months of thing. thoughts into it. And it came up, and it works in my view. So people should pay attention to it. It's free, right on my website, right there. But anyway, um, yeah. So the people, it's important to follow the ten-year yield. It's important to follow the dollar on a relative strength basis. But here, it's it's all laid out for you, so people can gauge risk in this market. Uh, ever since we crossed two fifty, which seems to be the red line in the sand here with regard to the market, this market has been under pressure for a month now. Uh, we had a couple of updates, and if this continues, if we look at that, 271, if we continue to see this move and we get 
if we breach into that extreme risk that we you see it'll be red at 300, we're not that far off. We're gonna need to we're gonna need to really hunker down and down see. the hatches, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's what happens then. I mean, and mm -hmm. th and this, like I said, this is one of these are some claws for you, some teeth for you, ladies and gentlemen, to keep your eye on what's going on in the mar markets. Because so goes the market, so goes the economy. And then it hits terra firma. It hits where we live. You know, it hits you. You know what your your grocery bill, your bills, everything, all the things that matter to people who are, are living day to day in this life. You know, we got 68% of people living paycheck to paycheck, $11 trillion wealth wipeout worldwide going on right now. Things are, I, I hate it because every Friday at 4 p.m. usually tonight, today, ladies and gentlemen, we'll do an encore presentation of this, but every Friday at 4 p.m., I get up here and I try, I, I have to report all this financial news that I gather through the week and none of it's good and it's never any good. But the only good news is, is we got guys like Gregory Manorino, and other people out here sharing information with us and we're going to get prepared and we, we are building this community so we can stand together, empower ourselves, empower each other to be able to weather this storm that's going on. So you get, ladies and gentlemen, you definitely want to go to traderschoice.net. That's one of the places you can find Greg. Greg also has a Substack, Gregory's newsletter. You want to check this out. And uh, he also has a YouTube channel. Greg, plug, plug yourself a little bit and let the, 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 the people know where they can find you. If they, if they haven't found you, they need to. I'm, I'm, just Google me. I'm a pretty easy guy to find. I'm pretty much all over the place. Um, look, I just want to thank you again for having me here. It's so important to get this stuff out there, let people understand what's happening to them. I don't think people are, I hope they're ready. I hope they're ready for what's coming here. Much higher energy prices, um, much higher prices across the board. Crude oil is, is going to go much, much higher. Uh, I've been on this lately. And, and over 6,000 products are made with crude oil. And that's going to add to everyone's bill. Uh, at the end of the month here, and they're sucking people dry. None of this is just by some chance. This is all being done on purpose to everyone. And it's central banks who run the show. I'm telling you, people, we need a revolution. I've been, and I think there is a quiet revolution going on right now. Uh, there is uh, people are withdrawing their cash from banks in greater amounts than we've ever seen before. Uh, deposits just down in the last year over a trillion dollars. Uh, so this is pretty big. People are people are waking up. They're pulling their cash, and I think that's a huge thing. It's the first. It's a step in the right direction, at least in my view. Absolutely, take the power away from them that way. Greg, uh, I want to I want to thank you um, on behalf of the audience as well. I want to thank the audience. We had Harps from Australia. He's staying up percolating coffee so he could watch. Thanks a lot, <laughs> Harps. Got Karen Carpenter, Rhonda Tate, Number Six, Tom Cooper. Everybody, thank you for viewing, and uh, uh, thanks again, uh, Mr. Manorino for coming in here. Uh, we're going to give you a roar for Liberty. He's in here with the Tigers Den with Angry Tiger roaring for Liberty and, and everybody, this guy's a champion. Check him out, you know, get to get his free newsletter. You'll, you'll be better off for it and share and like every, you know, share and like the Tigers Den and share and like Gregory's work and uh, God bless everybody. And as you know, time is your most valuable commodity. Try not to waste it. Spend it doing something you love with or improving yourself preferably all three of those things. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for viewing, and until we meet again. Behold, your time is your most valuable commodity. Cherish it and use it wisely until we meet again.